everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Too Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we make fun of movies that we haven't seen, based on nothing but their weird descriptions. I'm Bradley. And I'm Albert. And today, we are going to be talking about Eye of the Beast. From 2007. It's the thrill of the fight. A couple, Chrissy Nipanak and Robbie McGregor, Thanks for giving them first and last names. I think we're going to run into a lot more of that as we do the long form, so... Yeah. probably just accept and move on. Well, but they're... She's going to die off here in a second. That's spoilers. Okay. Well, let's... <laughs> the monster crashes the boat, and only Robbie survives. Please, Robbie McGregor. Well, you see, his cold, wet hands made him the octopus think that he was one of him. This is going to play into the plot, I'm telling you. Okay, I'll remember that. Robbie McGregor, cold wet hands. It's a key plot point. Dan Leland. See, okay, here's my issue with last names in this. Mm-hmm. At what point in the opening scene do they, making out, get to establish that her last name is Nipanak? And what purpose does that serve? Maybe the rest of the characters are hunting for her? Uh, maybe. It's like the girl like, from Twin Peaks who, you know, they repeat her entire full name repeatedly. I guess. Like but Laura Palmer or whatever? Laura Palmer. They don't say her middle name, I don't think, usually. Well, yeah. But, but she's... I guess I can accept that. It just... Palmer's like a basic name. Nipanak is one of those where you're like, okay, I gotta stop and think about that one. Like, where is she from? Is this Indian? Is she an Indian lady? She's played by someone named Larissa Tobacco, so I don't think she's from India, but, I mean, with a last name like Tobacco, what do, you, what do I know? Anyway, Dan Leland, whose last name is also established, mm -hmm. arrives to the town to make an objective assessment of the reduction in the number of the catch. Everybody else is making subjective assessments. They're like, eh, it's about half! And go over there. I was like, no, nah, it's more like two thirds, I think. I think this is the same amount we got. <laughs> Katrina Thomas is the new sheriff of the town. So she asked the government to investigate into the matter of fish not being there as much. They're fish, it's their, but they're local. Yeah, I guess that's okay. She takes the scientist to the ship of Gunnar Thorson, who is rude to him. Because he thinks it'll be all a waste of time. You know, Gunnar Thorson owns a ship. Mm -hmm. But I gotta say, it seems like he would have some kind of interest in the continued, you know, existence of fish in his lake. Yeah, but these city folk don't know what's going on in the real world. I guess. Yeah. Don't know what accent that was on world there. <laughs> world. <laughs> it almost went Irish. I did. I was thinking more like Finnish, but yes. Wild. In the wild, son. I'm not. Nope. Sorry. I apologize. Gunnar Thorson is a good name, though. That's pretty good. It's a solid name. The fisherman thinks it's all just the natives' fault. Because they fish whatever they want without a license. So he's going to die. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Jordy and Spider. No last names given. Because their first names are awesome. Especially spiders. Two of the fishermen constantly blame the Indians. So Gunnar Thorson just like, he thinks that, but he keeps it to himself until the... 
Like the government guy shows up and he's like, I think it's the Indians. But these guys, that is literally all they ever do. Mm -hmm. Can't get them to shut up about it. The first thing which Dan realizes is that a huge bank of fish has suddenly disappeared. I don't think that's a thing. I don't think there's such a thing as a bank of what fish. What is country of origin of this movie? Um, I don't know. So there's people with last names like Wolfman, Thiessen, Skein, Bayer, Fjeldstead. This was at least filmed in, like, Norway. <laughs> and with the emphasis on fishing, I'm ex- assuming it takes place in Norway. Do Filmed in Canada. Huh. Although probably by Norwegians or something. It's also known as... Go ahead, pronounce this. Go for it. Afenavad Arniekenvan. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Probably Eye of the Beast. Yeah, probably. Considering it's Eye of the Beast in several different languages. Oh, that's in Hungary. Why is the Hungarian title of this movie they're also known as? <laughs> like, why couldn't it be the French one, which is L'Oreal de la Bête? Or Germany's Das Aug der Bestie. I like how it's Germany and it's just Eye of the Beast hyphen Das Aug der Bestie. Yeah, we're off the tra- beaten track. Uh, Spain has the best one. El Monstruo del Lago. El Ojo de la Bestia. From Mexico. Yeah. The sonar of Dan detects a... He can do that. He's, He's an X-Man. <laughs> he has to say it, though, every time. Sonar of Dan! Boom, 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 boom. Still makes the same noise. The, t- the sonar of Dan detects a huge something which does not respond <laughs> to the radio messages. Because it's underwater, like I just love the phrasing of a huge something. He's he's scanning stuff underwater. The mm-hmm. like, it's either a submarine, in which case I don't think they just pick up the phone most of the time, or it's big animal. I don't know why you're bothering to use a the radio. They approach the thing, and it's oh okay, it's not an underwater. It's the remains of the boat of John McGregor. Also known as John McGregor's boat. Robbie's father. You remember Robbie? No. The guy from the beginning? Robbie oh, okay. McGregor? This is Father McGregor. Right, the one with the cold, wet hands. Right, right, right. Correct. I guess his father didn't... He didn't get that from his dad. No, no, no. Tyler from his mom's side of the family. They're from Dunwich. <laughs> the fishermen find the body of Bobby lying there, completely unconscious. They take him to their fishing boat. Robbie, I'm going to assume they meant Robbie in the previous sentence, Mm -hmm. is barely alive. He talks about a monster in North Point who threw him overboard and ate Chrissy. He dies immediately afterwards. But not before he had time to establish what his last name was. Mm -hmm. Dan studies the remains of the boat and takes photographs of them. Oh, the remains. Okay. That one's not incorrect, I guess. <laughs> it's still dumb. When Katrina sees the dead body of Robbie, the fishermen don't want to talk about the monster squid, quote in quotes, and say that Robbie was having hallucinations. With Nipanak, a oh, Will Nipanak appears to see the body of Robbie. See, I told you it would matter. Does he? 
like, does he materialize to see this body? Or <laughs> I'm assuming they've made it back to shore at this point. Well, no, I'm saying the the sentence says Will Nepenek appears to see the body of Robbie. Either they mean he like appears in a puff of smoke, or they're like he looked in the general direction. And is like he probably saw the body, right? Yeah, probably. It's fine. <laughs> The movie didn't tell me specifically. Like, it cut to him looking at something, and then it cut to the body, and it sure appeared that he saw it. But I can't be specific in this description, so I just want to cover all Look, the Look, this writer is clearly from Hungary. They're trying their best. <laughs> movie wasn't translated. Got a bunch of Norwegians saying they're from Canada. Give him a break. Okay. <laughs> he blames Katrina... Because she thought it useless to look for his sister Chrissy until 24 hours had gone by. Which is not a real thing, by the way. Will had never liked Katrina anyway. Another tourist has disappeared. A James, quote-unquote... What do you think this guy's nickname's gonna be? It's not hard to guess. It's Jim. Is it? Yeah. What? Why didn't they just say Jim? Why, why do all these people have their full names? Because his last name is Connor... James, quote-unquote, Jim Connor, apparently that's also established in... See, it's not actually a shortening of James. It's actually a hilarious inside joke why they call him Jim that involves, like, multiple stories in over two decades, but he doesn't want to get into it. Who for... Anyway, Jim was walking by the beach shore, and the next second, he's nowhere to be seen. This is... The, the tourist whose name and nickname we've established, mm-hmm. his incredibly obvious nickname, and his last name, mm-hmm. he shows up only to have been disappeared. I guess we could say, like... Here's the options. Either this dude is inventing all these last names, or for some reason the movie felt it was important to tell him that. He's like, well, clearly it's, it was important. It's in the credits. Also that. I guess this is another one where there's a disappearance that's reported, so mm-hmm. you could have them say... I can't imagine that you would have them, like, elaborate on the fact that the person named James has the nickname of Jim. People probably called him Jim. I mean, again, I'm assuming the person writing this is not actually English. Or they freeze-framed on, like, the dossier that they wrote up for this guy's like, file? people were calling him Jim at whatever group he's with, and then they're saying, like, James, last Connor, is missing. I guess, yeah. It's like, oh, clearly Jim must be a nickname. He leaves wife and two children. <laughs> Whose? His? The wife and two children of James, quotation marks, Jim Connor. Oh, okay. Soon afterwards, Katrina and Dan find the torso of a dead man on the shore. Katrina asks for an autopsy specialist to come to the town. No, sorry, come for the town. (laughs) The town needs him. Do it for the town. Do an autopsy on this town. (laughs) Uh, But it will take 72 hours. Katrina and Dan go to drink something to a bar. They say the ten reasons why fishing is better than sex. Do they list them here? <laughs> they do not. Oh. Why they don't list them is um, really disappointing, but I guess that automatically we must recommend that people watch this movie. Yeah, no. So they can find out those ten reasons. Soon afterwards... A dry land fisherman finds the leg of Jim. Someone doesn't go on boat. I guess technically it's such an awkward way to say it. I I can't, I'm I'm gonna yeah you know what 
English is a second language. I'll make fun of a lot of this. I can see the person being like, they probably have a different word in their language mm -hmm. for like goes on a boat versus fishes from the shore, and they're like, you know, one of, they fish from the dry a dry land fisherman. I'll, I'm gonna give them this one, Brentley. Okay, it's a little silly, but Katrina forbids everybody to fish all around the lake. I'm not gonna give you that. No, one. it's just terrible sense construction. <laughs> Doctor Mark Gorman and Doctor Dana Perch. Great name for <laughs> Fisher <laughs> From the same agency as a Dan, the Nora, find that the proofs are inconclusive. They think that there is no squid as big as that, at least of all in the lake. They don't even want Dan to talk about to anybody. Dr. Gorman wants Dan to take the first flight out of the island. I had somehow missed the fact that they were on an island. I remembered island, I forgot the... I missed that they were in a lake. Is that freshwater giant octopus? A, a lake, an island with a lake that's big enough to have a giant octopus in it. It's one of the Great Lakes. I like that the doctor showed up and they're like, okay, maybe giant octopus, but like, in that water, not in this water. Yeah. It's like, there are giant squids, but there's salt water, you idiot. Get out of this town, you're driving everybody crazy. The waitress of the bar, Candace, explains to Dan the dangers for the economy of the region. If you're wondering the what they are, the, the description's about to tell us. Without the fish factory, there will be poverty and misery all over the region. Candace also tells Dan that Katrina <laughs> is a liar. Sorry, I like the misery. Like People love our fish. Without our fish, they will be sad. Our canned fish are a necessary part of this country. Listen, I am a waitress in the bar. Allow me to explain to you the dangers for the economy of the region. <laughs> Candace also tells Dan that Katrina is a liar. When she was a child, her father disappeared in the lake, and she told everybody about the monster who took her father. I don't know who the her is in this sentence. It could be Katrina. Katrina. I'm assuming it's Katrina. It, that makes some sense. Dan faces Katrina with that information and admits Nora's refusal to keep the investigation open. Katrina says that everybody laughed about her, but that she still knows that what she saw was true. Dan says that Nora will try to protect the squid so that even if they believe him, the fishery would have to be closed down. I was not sure what Nora was, and it was written in all caps, and I thought that was, like, a mistake the first time, but it happened twice. It's the Nords where he works for, and that's where the two scientists that just came down work for. Okay, i somehow not taken track of that. It's because you're trying to muddle through this broken English. Yes. Um, why? <laughs> I guess endangered species. But we know that giant squid exist. Giant squid, but this is a giant freshwater octopus. I guess, to my knowledge, there is, like, one freshwater cephalopod. Yeah. So. Why did they have this take place in freshwater? Is it just so that it can be, like, more relatable? Because more people go on boats in freshwater? And so it feels cooler? I think it's an excuse to not have any open sea shots. Because those cost money. I thought that would be quite a bit easier. Because all you have to do is get your boat sort of, like, lined up, against, like, off the beach, right? And just sort of yeah. shoot away from the boat. That's like, fair. you don't have to be... On, Sure, you're going to want, like, some establishing shots of boat on water, mm -hmm. but mostly you're going to have 
you know, pretty easy stuff that's close into land. I would think, I'm not a producer of these kind of movies. Maybe I'm way off base here. That's how I assume it works. I don't know why, but I'm reminded right now of the uh, five-headed shark attack. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, three-headed shark attack. Oh, the good one. The good one. Where, but they, they were supposed to be taking place on like the open ocean, mm -hmm. but they were in like some sandbar area. So there was hardly ever a shot where they actually had open water behind them. Yeah. I think they were in like the rivers of Louisiana or something, <laughs> trying to convince you that they were in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. That did not work. I will admit, that one was a little clunky. Jen Thorson and Ryan is talking about the future of the town. The squid attacks when he is with Jordy. I don't know what any of those sentences meant. Can, can you... Can... Read it again? Yes, please. Jen Thorson and Ryan is talking about the future of the town. Thorson is the guy who has the boat. But Jen... He's the one who thinks it's the Indians. Is this a different Thorson? I think they just might have dropped an E because it's in like Gene Thorson or Greg Thorson or something like that. Gunnar Thorson. Okay. Well, is, maybe he has so a daughter. So it's his or... wife or his daughter, yeah. Or sister... And this person also has opinions about the economy and the local natives who are overfishing everything. Yes. Talking to Ryan, Ryan about it. But the, the confusing thing is the squid attacks when he is with Jordy. Who is he? Because Jen is not a girl or a boy's name. Ryan and Jen are talking. Is the squid with Jordy and he attacks? I You know what? I'm done trying to figure it out. I'm going to read the next sentence now. Okay. Jordy cuts one of the tentacles... And shows it to everybody. He doesn't cut it off. <laughs> I got me some squid blood. <laughs> Look at that. I've cut, cut it. Everybody just runs out with the noise. It's like, hey, I cut that thing. <laughs> Jordy and the spider want to kill the animal. I forgot Jordy and spider were a thing. Right, they work on the boat. Yes. They're the super racist ones who work on the boat. <laughs> Katrina and her mother talk. About? Thank you for establishing that. My goodness, if we didn't know that that at this late juncture where people are cutting arms off of the doing they just chat about, you know, things going on. It probably is a, like Mom, remember when I told you there was a giant octopus that killed dad? You call me crazy? Others oh, you come look at this. This guy's holding the thing. He cut, he it. cut it. It's still attached, but he cut it. <laughs> uh. Dan appears in the middle of the night, knocks at Katrina's door, and asks for two ships. She has those. <laughs> is what this, does she do again? Is this a, she's the the sheriff? Oh right, right. <laughs> Sheriffs always have at least two ships. You got to have one if your if your regular ship breaks down. Do you think that this also, is a translation error and it means boats? i yeah. I was gonna say this is another one where it's like different word choice than what you should use. Jordy, Spider, and Gunner want to kill the squid on their own, which now makes three ships. I saw them on Christmas Day. The first plan devised by Dan fails. They think of a second one. We don't get to find out what the first plan was, but it fails. And they think of another one. It's like that one Fast and the Furious movie where they have the bank heist happen off screen because it's a heist movie. They always fail the first time. Oh, yeah. Fast Five. That's actually yeah. a pretty uh, clever move, I think, in that yeah, movie. No. I was listening to the commentary, and he straight up says, yeah, no, every heist movie, the first plan fails, so we're not even going to bother with it. <laughs> they just show the, like, the aftermath? They, like, show, well, they show them sucked. planning it, they come back, and like, one of the cars is beat up. It's like, yeah, that went horribly. 
That's like the uh, the infiltration scene in Mission Impossible Three, where he like breaks into the building and you just like see stuff happening outside the building, and then he like busts out of a window on the other side of the building and like falls back down to the ground. <laughs> I haven't seen any of those movies. Three is where they get well. <laughs> Tolerable. Well, they're all so I don't know if any of the I don't really like the first one that much. Okay, it's okay. It's like a passable spy movie. It has some good stuff. Okay. But then three is where they're like, yeah, this is like actually a good series. I never saw two. Okay. That's the John Woo one that everybody kind of hates. Oh. So it might be great in like a schlocky way. Okay. But they're just, they're straight up solid now. Fair enough. To get back to the beast, the eye of the beast. Breaks over, back to the movie. <laughs> the second one, the second plan. They think of a second one. They are going to kill it with electricity. Okay. However, the huge squid, it's not an octopus, it's just a squid, kills Will, Jordy, and Spider. Gunner is relieved. <laughs> Listen, I might hate the natives, but those two guys... Those two super racists and this dude kept complaining about his sister It was getting old. I'm just trying to keep my bloodline pure. I don't actually hate other people for <laughs> what they are. I just want them to stop overfishing. I'm not, I'm like kind of a racist, but those guys are definitely racist. <laughs> I have standards. Dan jumps to the water to help Katrina, whose foot got tangled on a piece of coil. End of description. <laughs> I picture him just like hopping up to the edge of the shore. I'm here! <laughs> <laughs> I have such a hard time believing that that's how it ends. This person went into so much insane detail before then, and then they're like, he jumped down into the water to help her out. The end. Also, they planned to use the electricity. And then they, mm -hmm. either it, that plan failed too, or as they were doing it, he killed Will, Jordy, and Spider. And then the, uh, the squid kills everybody, and squid wins. I mean... It's the only way I can see the ending. I guess. Or like it slithers off into the night. Yeah. Now I'm genuinely curious. I have to go. I'm going to go. Wikipedia, you're my only hope. It takes place in Lake Winnipeg. That's not, a, that's not an island, is it? No, it's a lake. It might be an island in the lake. Well, that we, I thought we were talking about there being an island with a lake on it. No, no, it's an island in the lake. Okay, well, I did not understand that. All right, here's the end. We have to know the end, apparently. They finally get the engine running. Which I guess it wasn't running. And when the squid surfaces, they shoot the harpoon into its massive eye. Hey! Yeah. There's the title, finally. Yeah. And turn on the boat's power, electrocuting it. Ooh. As the sun rises, the Freya, which I guess is the name of the boat, heads for the harbor, and Dan and Kat talk about their future together. Yeah, you got boats named Freya... How is that not... I mean, it takes it takes place in Canada. Does it take place in there or was it made in Canada? Because it might be... They talk about, like, the Cree population for First okay, Nations. Yeah, no, that's right, openly right. racist. It does, it does. Right, right, right. Maybe it was filmed over there and was just... It was a Canadian production. Like, I will make a lot of movies in Prague or something. Right, but we don't set the movies in Prague. Well, I guess sometimes we do. Well, we, this one wasn't. This one's set in Canada. So maybe it was filmed over there, which is why there's so many, like... Scandinavian names and they just used whatever boat they had so it was named after a Norse goddess 
And it has somebody named Thorson. Yeah. And all of the actors have... Why would you set your movie in Canada? What's the benefit to that? Is it snowy? Well, I mean, if it's being released in Canada. Well, I guess, yeah. That's why we set a lot of movies over in America. Well, we set a lot of movies in China because it's like... Yeah, but we send Americans there. Right, but what... You can't have a movie in China that starts China people... Chinese people? China people? (laughs) For an American audience? Who would like that? I don't know. I watch, (laughs) like, Bollywood movies. I know. I'm being farcical. Oh, okay. I think the the stuff that China makes is still kind of catching up. Bollywood's really been doing solid work for a while now. That's not China. What? That's not China. I know, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, in comparison, the... um, I mean, the reason we have so many, like, Chinese and Asian settings in our movies is to to help with the Chinese market, because that helps make money. Right, so this is my point. The Canadian market. <laughs> I'm. I don't. No. No disrespect to our lovely listeners who may happen to be in Canada. You know, that's not like if you're gonna aim for somewhere in the northern hemisphere. There's at least two other countries that are a little bigger. Well, yeah, but this is a Canadian movie. It says country of origin Canada. When we looked it up, right? It it, it said something about being either country of origin or filmed in. Okay. I couldn't tell. Which one that was saying. It just had Canada written on the IMDb <laughs> page. Maybe there's something about Canada that we're not getting. Maybe there is just like this sort of Norwegian pocket up there by this That's true. lake that, yeah, they just got people named Thorson and Freya and. That's entirely possible. We admit our ignorance. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this. If you did, you know, subscribe if you haven't done that already. Tell a friend about us. Leave us a rating on whatever podcast rating service you happen to have access to. And we will see you guys next time with another episode of Two Weird Didn't Watch. Bye, guys.